0: hello guys and welcome to tesla side chats this is episode 14 the first episode of 2020 first off for any tesla employees and tesla stakeholders here congratulations on a fantastic 2019 really really stellar quarter in terms of deliveries um I just could not have asked for more. And uh, to the Tesla China team, wow, absolutely incredible. A run rate of 3,000 Model 3s a week using current cell capacity without local cell production. That is absolutely enormous. So where does Tesla go in 2020? Has Tesla run out of runway? And my answer is obviously not. So back when I first started this podcast, Episode one was really talking about demystifying Tesla demand. A lot of people didn't understand and still don't understand just how large the auto market is, number one. And number two, they don't quite understand Tesla the company yet. So uh, really, I would say 2019 was really about unwrapping the Tesla product, meaning the car, meaning the Model 3. But then there are so many things that Tesla... Inc. is involved with and we have to remember this company was made to transition the world to sustainable energy or at least accelerate that trend transition climate change is going to get worse contrary to what some people believe but we absolutely need these products now let's go over things point by point we have a lot of things to look forward to in 2020 but I'm going to call it out right now 2020 is the year of Model 3 globally and also the year of Model Y. But why is that? So Model Y, um, you're going to see a lot of leaks and rumors online that it's being tested. It's coming out much sooner than we think. There are some analysts that say it's going to be in Q1 2020. Um, I'm probably going to say it's going to be Q2, uh, mainly because Tesla's going to take some time to do more validation and really front load the work for um, expanded production. So uh, a lot of what Tesla does in terms of manufacturing, they wanna crank up the volume so they'll simplify things a lot more, less product variance, just to make, make overall efficiencies in the machine that makes the machine. So that's really what, what it's gonna be about. It's gonna be about validation of Model Y to make sure it's great out the gate, it's manufactured for quick speed, it's manufactured for cost efficiency. So that's that's gonna be the first piece. Uh, Model Y, it's it's gonna be huge. Um, At least in the U.S. auto market specifically, it's absolutely going to be enormous. The number one selling car in the U.S. last time I checked, I believe was a Toyota RAV4. Um, Even though it's not a large vehicle per se, especially compared to like sedans and usable space, it certainly is quote unquote hot because it is marketed as a compact utility vehicle, mainly for the increase in ride height. It has that kind of hatchback, so you have more storage. And a lot of like starter families are going with a hatchback or a small compact utility vehicle for kids and all that kind of stuff. So uh, the CUV market Model Y is going to be huge. Uh, It's going to be something people are familiar with, but all the hoopla around the Model 3. Now, that's the first component, Model Y. Second component, really the global rollout of Model 3 to scale and with cost efficiency. So China absolutely being number one, that team is going to continue to go. They're going to continue to make that car cheaper to make and faster to make. And they're going to localize cell production. And simultaneously, they're going to get ready with Model Y production localized as well. Then they're going to take those learnings from China. and they're going to push that into Gigafactory 4, in berlin so uh, tesla has a lot going for it in terms of the existing product line front Uh, though some of the more exciting stuff though and probably in the back half of the year is going to become more part of the focus is really improving on the products that were announced already but not brought to market yet so there's this rumor of a model s model x um, powertrain refresh i mean it's not a rumor at this point it's really going to be that plaid platform so they're going to continue to use model s and x for margin and really uh providing that kind of flagship halo mentality for the company model s and model x will get that plaid powertrain meaning two motors in the in the rear one motor in the front and that platform is ultimately going to transition to the tesla roadster except now that platform is going to be validated with real-world miles in the Model S and the X, and on top of that, you're 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 refreshing the product offering for those people who are coming off lease in 2016, 2017 for the Model S and the X. So believe it or not, these cars are actually um, quote-unquote dated by standard automotive terms, but uh, as we know, they have quite a long life cycle. In this point, at this point, um, are there going to be more product? improvements absolutely tesla's going to layer things on as it goes i think the the most recent one was the the glass um the acoustic glass uh potentially self-tinting electro electromagnetic tint glass i know uh it's it's currently in other high-end cars yet i think Tesla's waiting to validate see what the uses are and more importantly just to see that uh the costs come down so the first car that i think of that really has it is mercedes amg gt it's a pretty cool party trick um it's actually very functional as well admittedly you can wave your hand and then the the glass on the roof um turns from opaque to clear it's pretty darn cool uh to see in action but then a lot of automakers are now rolling out with their acoustic glass so it's double lined it'll bounce off certain sound waves so it will negate the road and the wind and tire noise which is huge uh especially in an electric car because there's no particular sound from the powertrain so so you have those uh those improvements um, and of course the other thing that Tesla is probably going to focus on, actually it will 100% focus on, is making 2020 the year of Tesla energy to scale. Meaning, uh, we have the commercial battery packs uh, in Australia already, that's, that's already huge. I think the utility scale projects are proven already, but now they're really going to try and penetrate the residential uh, solar and uh, stationary storage market. So these already exist. It's just a very, very fragmented field, especially in the field of solar and solar panels. A lot of it's commoditized. Um, a lot of it has uh, has to do with localized installers working with other suppliers. And there's a lot of like regulatory things involved. I think what Tesla is going to be doing here is they're going to carve out a market that's going to create the demand that will dictate... Um, regulation regulators and regulators uh similar to what you saw the model s do in preparation for model three in in quite a few states meaning they're going to make that experience of getting solar more uniform homogenized cheaper quicker and less of a hassle and you're going to pair it with the power wall which as we know kind of took a step back due to um, hurricane maria and model three um now that Tesla's getting more steady state slash increasing cell production, that's going to be less and less of an issue. And there, like I said before, there are other companies that provide stationary batteries, but what Tesla has that many other manufacturers don't have is really the secret sauce in the battery cells and the software, meaning the management that um, controls the energy for the batteries, distribution, the charging, um, and all that good stuff. So... um I think this is going to be a huge year for Tesla Solar and Tesla Energy. They're going to uh, scale out really quite quite in, in, in a big way. Elon's been saying it for about three years that it's going to contribute to the model. Um A lot of people said it hasn't yet. Well, that's because you kind of have to invest in the Model 3. That, um, uh, that was co- what many will argue was the last bet the company moment. Um, for Tesla, hopefully, hopefully it will be. But um, so, yeah. So Tesla Energy gonna be huge. Um, then the other piece of it is really uh, just kind of what what twenty twenty will have in store for Tesla, aside from the products, the energy. I think it's really gonna be. How should I say this? Uh, maturing in a company in a way that. Um, is better for long term growth, meaning putting putting in more policies to kind of tighten uh, product secrecy, tighten kind of image things, just so that that the company gets a little bit more isolated from market movement slash outside influence. I think it's it's one of those things where as the product becomes more well known the The noise will hopefully invert and decrease. And I think Tesla's going to work on that. Um, meaning they'll kind of just like uh, continue to re-examine the organization. Hopefully there won't be as many shakeups as there were, um, at least in 2020. Probably the next wave of expansion that will occur, truthfully speaking. Um, I do I do expect another kind of product announcement, but... It'll be more about an incremental change in the existing portfolio than, like, something really, really groundbreaking. I think 2020, the other piece of, uh, of uh, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is Tesla's going to improve on what it has, uh, its current assets. And the very large piece of that is actually going to be full self-driving. Really, um... The vision, the validation, execution of Hardware 3 and the rollout of Hardware 3, meaning being retrofitted in existing cars, that's going to be huge. Uh, They're going to focus on the service organization. I think these are the things that 2020 is going to, this is the the half of 2020 where Tesla is going to mature. It's going to focus on that, on the mature processes to get more efficiency. So it's always going to be a balancing act, but I think they're really going to try and dial that in. Um, so yeah, I think 2020 is going to be huge for Tesla as per usual. I think 2021 is going to be super, super exciting for Tesla, mainly because of Cybertruck and the Roadster. When these things hit the road, uh, it's going to look like it's from another planet. Like really. Really. So uh, the, the whole auto market is going to have to catch up. I think Tesla has the time or created enough of a lead time to, to have the company mature, which I think uh, they're going to use in 2020. And then when the improvements are all around, hopefully competition will kind of catch up. But, you know, we'll kind of see. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year. Episode 14. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.